Hey everyone, welcome to Convincing Creatives. This is episode uh, 15 or 16, one of those. We'll figure it out later in post. I'm just gonna add a little thing there. Uh, if you're listening to the audio experience, you, you probably won't know, so you'll have to actually go watch the video. But we're here with Debbie Vu, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. That was a great unpro unprofessional intro. We were just talking about how the struggle is real for indie filmmakers. Um, you are an indie filmmaker. So talk, talk about that, yeah. Yeah, I actually went to UNC for undergrad and okay. studied journalism and film. Awesome. Um, wanted to be a news anchor. Yeah. Did not work didn't, out. Didn't do it. No, I did an internship at a TV news station okay. in Charlotte. Um, and within that first week, I was like, this is not for me. Because no. I feel like news reporting centers the, yeah. the writer and reporter okay. in the story sure, sure. versus the actual people that are being affected mm. and is the material mm -hmm. for this news package, right? Yeah. So I thought it was an insensitive approach to storytelling. Um, and that's why I really got into documentary work. I love doing documentaries. You can just pick up your camera and just film something. Yeah. That's what's so great. And that's such a powerful thing to be able to do as a documentary filmmaker. You just pull out your camera and capture yeah. some really beautiful, amazing moments that you never would have otherwise. Yeah. You know? um, so people really like to see other people do things. And that's- They do. It's all about the process. Yeah. So I'm curious with news. Uh, people always say news needs to be, quote unquote, impartial and very rarely actually is. Um, but it also it, it's a little stilted in what you can do. And I agree with you and your sentiment about documentary. Uh, what have you found in your documentary work that has been you know, exciting and inspiring. Yeah, so we do a lot of work with nonprofits okay. and small businesses to yeah. share their story and promote right. what they're doing and to show that there's so much good happening, yeah. particularly in the Durham community. And so as a documentary filmmaker in this area, uh, it's really important to be humble and yeah. versatile. Yeah. I think versatility is a huge thing. Um, and you know, I know we've done things yes. all our own. This is your one man band I, doing this yeah. right now, literally. Yeah, so. I hope the camera's rolling so <laughs> i mean yeah it, i mean that's what you got to do i mean like all jokes aside if you want to get something made i have found that just sort of going for it is really the best way to get things happening um i i find that like the weirdest thing about filmmaking you can tell me if you agree about this is like when you start a project it's you and when you finish a project it's you and then you just find these people to sort of like help you out a little in the middle but usually it's sort of you if you really you know champion your own stuff Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because um, no one else cares as much as you. Mm -hmm. I was a one woman band for about five years before I started mm. to actually get paid for my work. Yeah. Um, and that was um, that was an interesting experience to kind of I mean, one of my clients, I did their work on a volunteer basis and they told me you need to start charging people for yeah. this. Like you, you're way too talented, you know, and that's what beat, I beat myself up. Right. And yeah. I think a lot of creatives do the same thing. They, they cut, they sell them, they sell themselves too short. And if you want to make it in this industry, you got to tell them how big of a deal you are mm -hmm. and show it not only yeah. tell, but show it. Yeah. Right. And show out. And so like some of the interns that I work with, they sometimes downplay their talents and say, critical things of the video that they're about to show me. And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. be proud of it. Show it to me. Don't tell me, don't yeah. plant these ideas in my head. Yeah. I want to be able to enjoy. Formulate for yourself. Yeah. And and I think people do that in a weird way. And they, and I've seen the opposite too, where someone's going to show something 
and they're all of a sudden sort of just talking like, oh, uh, this is what happens in the you know prequel to this film. You need to know this plot point, this plot point, this plot point. I'm like, no, no, don't tell me all this. I want to like watch your film and just take it in because, I mean, you don't want to give away a lot of setup. So. so you're talking a little bit about documentary. Have you found that you enjoy it most of all as opposed to like narrative or music video or anything like that? Or is it hard to pick? Oh man, it's I love it all. Yeah, I um, love it all. I but documentary is where I'm most yeah, strongest. Where your heart lies. Yeah, it's definitely where my heart is, and I think just empowering people yeah. to share their own stories and do it in a really creative yeah. and concise way, I think is it's a beautiful thing to yeah. experience. You know, the whole experience of talking to someone for an hour, them sitting in a chair across from you mm-hmm. with lights beaming on them and different <laughs> cameras at them. It's so natural. <laughs> So like sometimes I'll do pre-interviews with yeah. people and I'm so impressed with what they're sharing. Yeah. But then I get them in front of the camera and they just can't mm-hmm. do it again. And but then I look back in the footage, I'm like, wow, they said some really profound mm-hmm. things. They did some great things. So I shouldn't doubt the people that I'm talking to. They yeah. have a story to tell and they're the best person to tell that story. How, how do you make people comfortable? Because I know you said sometimes they're not. Ooh, how do I get people comfortable? Um, sometimes I just chat with them, ask them yeah, how like their day is going, yeah. you know? So if I ask questions that are like, oh, what's your favorite color yeah. and why? You know? Yeah, just like very minus, vague. Minus pink. Pink. Powerful, bubbly. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, uh, unisex. I think people are finally, yeah. you know, men are embracing pink. I bought pink. a pink that shirt was, the other day. That was, that's sad a thing. I didn't wear it today. Like. Yeah, there was a <laughs> profound, like, everyone was like, pink, yeah. yes, let's do it. Um, but... um. Favorite color, uh, favorite food, just anything yeah. to get them talking. Um, that helps them kind of relax yeah. and get comfortable and and just have a good time. Yeah. That's what I want these interviews to be. And so it's my job to mm-hmm. figure out how are you going to say this thing mm-hmm. in a concise way and get those proper nouns out there, right? Because pronouns and proper nouns in a documentary interview yeah. are very crucial, yeah. right? So if someone's talking about Step Up Durham, which is the nonprofit that yeah. I work at as well, um, if they're talking about step up Durham, they got to say, sometimes they'll say it, yeah. it, it, and they'll just keep calling it it. And not, what's it? Yeah, <laughs> tell exactly. me what's it. Um, yeah. I've so. done, I've done that too with like commercial clients. And I mean, we all do that as a filmmaker and, and you know, you got to tell people we need to know what it is like, cause I'm editing myself out 99% of the time. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's helpful. I also say like rephrase the question. I always tell people like, Put it in your own words, like you don't have to say what I say, but you know, find a way to make it comfortable, dress it in your own vernacular, but you know. And you never know who you're gonna meet. Mm-hmm. I got to be a second AC for Ken Show at the Bedfellow, which okay. is a feature film. It's on Amazon, I think, you should check it out. Check it out. I was a second AC, so you won't see my visuals, but I was there to yeah. support, make this dream happen. Yeah. And uh, we used a red camera, so awesome. I've, yeah. like, as a second AC, I've, I've worked on four feature films and all of them sure. have been the red camera. Yeah. So um, one day, yeah. one day I'm going to get a red camera it. and yeah. <laughs> it's going to look good. It's a beautiful camera. I mean, it I've, is. I've done is. one shoot, uh, one music video with it. And it, I mean, it was phenomenal. And, you know, we had a great cinematographer and, you know, he knew what he was doing. And like, it just, that helps so much where, you know, I like to shoot, I can shoot and I often do shoot. But when I can get a great cinematographer, I mean, that's, that's my preference. I like to let someone else shine. So, you know, I can do it if I need to, but it's like. But mm. if you don't have yeah, to, yeah. like give it to someone yeah. else to do. Exactly. And they can add that stuff to their portfolio. Yeah. That's important for us. Because sometimes like people need to feel a little challenged and a little bit uncomfortable when they watch something. Because mm. I find that um, 
sometimes we go to entertainment and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Like if I've had a long day, I just want to watch something that's like comfort food. It's like going to like the drive through, you know, and I don't really need to be challenged. I don't really want to think about something that's super big and heady. I just need to like, you know, watch a 20 minute thing. But then other times I'm in a mood to watch some two hour surrealist film, you know, French new wave thing or whatever. And, uh, you know, and that's cool too. And so, you know, I just try to understand that like not everyone's going to be in the right frame of mind mm -hmm. at every point in time. Yeah. So it is weird though. No, it's super weird. Like how film is. Cause I think we're in a weird medium where it's great cause it's popular. I mean, you've got like Avengers coming out this weekend and like, I mean, I'm excited to see it, but at the same time, like those movies don't really do it for me. Like they used to, I just sort of feel like I've sunk too much time in at this point and I just need to see how it ends. Yeah. And it's this weird, uh, FOMO if I don't see it. Cause I'll feel like, Oh, everyone's talking about it. I just want to, you know, know what people are talking about. Um, but at the same time, it's like that's popular entertainment. But then you've also got like indie films, short films, like film festival stuff that, you know, 99 percent of the public doesn't even hear about, doesn't even see. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, you know, if you're within the niche of the film world, that's where all the interesting stories and scripts are at. But absolutely. Yeah. Um, have you been to a film festival where you're like that should not have gotten through? Oh, yeah. It's it's weird, too, because I've had it on both ends. Like I've gone to film festivals where I have been rejected. And I've gone to the fest anyway and checked it out. And there's films up there that I'm like, I mean, I don't I know my film's not the best thing in the world, but like, how did that get up there? And, you know, and like, I mean, I'm being straight up like it's true. how did that happen? And, and I mean, but you have to understand the thing with film festivals is a it's all subjective because it's art. And B, I mean, they're, you know, not political organizations, but they are driven by, you know, quote unquote filmmaker politics where it's like my uncle knew the guy who was the director. And so, you know, that may have put a little finger on the scale in that one person's film. So you never know. I mean, you know, other times it's just what people are looking for, like certain topics, whether it's in current events or just in general. Some topics are hot certain years where you want to see more characters and more uh, stories of a certain type than other years. And so you have to understand, like, if you're doing stuff in a year where something's really hot and popular, then it's like that could help your chances. But if your film isn't about that, you're like, well, may not be a year for it. But I mean, it's all weird. Like, what, what have you found? I'm talking a lot here, but no, it's all good. Yeah. No, we need a uh, we have perspectives yeah. and it's we're learning sure. you know, from that's, this conversation yeah. and that's why we're doing this yeah. because we want to learn 100%. from each other um but with film festivals um i went to i went to one that my video got screened okay. guess how many people were in the room oh man see that's a hard question because i have been to ones where i've screened and i've had sometimes one person in the room sometimes no people in the room and other times like a hundred people <laughs> so it's super weird yeah like one person one person and it happens. Like, but guess what? The organizer, she told me after uh -huh. my video screen, she said that it was a favorite. Really? Of the judges. Oh, see, that's so weird. So, you know. But I, hate, I hate when a film festival doesn't promote correctly, though. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to put it all on a film festival, but sometimes, like, yeah. that, that's it's hard not work. fair. I get filmmaker. that. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it's, yeah. it's not fair. No. Right? But Especially if you, like, fly out or drive out and, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And, you know, that's what I struggle with is finding the motivation to follow through and mm -hmm. keep at it. Um, and I don't know if that's me as a creative or, you know, cause I, I want to go at my own pace, mm -hmm. right? I want to make sure that, you know, I, I want to get money. That's what I'm, that's what I'm waiting on is the money. Yeah. Um, whether that's through a crowdfunding campaign, which 
I'm trying to stay away from because those are really hard to pull off. They are very hard. Yeah. And I just don't have the time to invest in putting that together. Um, but we have some, you know, the yeah. NC Arts Council, they have a $10,000 fellowship grant yeah. um, every other year. I applied in 2017, got first alternate. Hey. Now it's coming, the application's uh -huh. coming up again because it's every other year. And now I have all this stuff. Yeah. All this stuff I've filmed in the past two years yeah. to put into and get that dark fellowship grant. <laughs> And because you're we do can it make, eventually. Because yeah. you know, I I threw down yeah. five thousand dollars to produce my second short film. Yeah, because you believed in it. And I yeah, because it's going to take me very far. I I've been working through that feedback process, you know, for years now, and it's only made my videos better. So people who are shy about showing their work, don't be. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter how good or bad mm -hmm. it is. You just got to show it to some people so they can help you get a vision that's even tighter, more concise and just beautiful. And there's that thing of shared resources turns into shared wealth. Yeah. And so if we just get together, make some, you know, make some magic. I mean, the student film that I directed, um, it was no budget. Yeah. The only two things you really need to pay for if you're producing something, catering, yeah. Because if you feed people, They're they will happy. come. Happy people are fed people. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And locations. Yeah. You got to be willing to pay mm -hmm. at least those two things if you're going to have a really great set. I'm going to say a brief story about locations. I've done it both ways and I've paid for them. I've snuck them. I've, you know, done everything, right? I find that the peace of mind I get when I know that I'm not gonna get kicked out of a location and I'm not looking over my shoulder. And I mean, you know, like some people are like, that's part of the thrill of guerrilla filmmaking. That's for you. For me, I wanna actually make the film and I wanna get it right. And when I don't stress about that stuff, I'm a far better director. So exactly. I'll, just say, I'll just say that. Yes, yeah. and uh, on that note to being a director, I had other people do everything mm -hmm. that I didn't want to do. Yeah. I could focus on being a director because that's my end goal. Sure. You got to figure out as a creative, what is your end goal? Mm -hmm. If you could only pick one thing to do on set, what yeah. would that what be? What would you do? And that's really important. I don't dismiss people who can do a lot of different things because yeah. I am and you are yeah. as well. Um, but it's more but like necessity you, at this point, which I can you see. You need to have a goal. Yeah. Different mediums are easier than others. And I will just leave it at that. Like some people tell me like, you know, everyone has challenges, but you know, I'll tell another artist who doesn't stress about, we were just talking about location, right? They're never worried about getting kicked out of their painting studio or their bedroom, you know, cause that's just not part of the equation. You know, you're not, location is like not something you think about in those mediums, but with film, it's like such a major thing. It's really the yeah. secondary character. I've got like a friend trying to steal the mic over here. Summer in North Carolina, we've got like... Summer in North Carolina. This is actually the second insect that has tried to do this. Um, we had another one on, uh, on Nance's episode. Uh-oh, there you go. All right, he's out. All right, bye. Is he gone? Oh, bye. bye, guest bye. star. All right, bye, Cameo. <laughs> Trying to steal your shine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, what are your so thoughts? So what do on I... Yeah. Um, would I prefer? Or? Yeah, I mean, just sort of like, what are some challenges you think are unique to filmmaking? Because I feel like there yeah. are a lot. You know? There's so many. Um, so many. I will kind of frame it around my business. Sure. And yeah. so we create um, promotional documentary style content for nonprofits. Okay. And sometimes they screen our videos at like fundraising events, which. Yeah. I'm going to wait on that. Yeah. It's another thing of filmmaking when a giant truck goes by, you know, to stop talking and wait. 
And so do I. A lot of people who don't work in filmmaking keep talking and I'm like, oh, that's a 30 minute audio session right there to get that cleaned up. Yeah. <laughs> it's all fun. Yeah. It's all fun. Yeah, it's all fun. It's, it's part great. of the process. I love it. But it's a challenge. I mean, that's, yes. that's, that's what we were just talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what was I saying? Kind of like unique challenges to filmmaking. Unique challenges. That you don't get in other things. That you don't get in other things. Schedules. Oh, yeah. Woo. That's a big one. That's a Lining huge up people's one. schedules. Yeah. I had to do that with my interns since we started this internship program spring semester of 20, 2018. Right. Um, and so... We provide really awesome opportunities at mm -hmm. Ironworks Media. Really great onset experiences with working alongside professional filmmakers. Um, but some of the interns don't seize on that opportunity. So my recommendation is to go for it. Go for any opportunity there is out there, even if it's not paid or even if it doesn't feed you. You need to get experience on set and you need to work with other people to learn from them. I worked on four feature length films and that's all the education I needed Yeah. to really create a set environment that is inclusive, that yeah. is beautiful, creative, and just nurturing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important to have on set. Mm -hmm. You know, there's this hierarchy, right? Like mm -hmm. hierarchical rule, you know, people above the line, like the director, the DP, the producer, mm -hmm. and then there are people below the line, which I was, I was a second AC, I was below mm -hmm. the line. They didn't care about my opinion, right? They just wanted me to do a job. But that's not, that's- it's, I have a hot take on the just, you go yeah. if you're saying something. I don't want to interrupt. No, go ahead. I mean, I'll just say like with that whole filmmakers hierarchy. And if you're not interested in filmmaking, this may not interest you. But you know, I went to film school, and I was brought up in that way. And it's very, I don't know, it's very antiquated, in my opinion. And it's not applicable to the majority of film productions going on today. And what I mean by that is like most of us are not making Avengers and Spider-Man and this, that, and the third. And, you know, if one day that happens, hey, that's great. We'll be making a lot of money and uh, we'll come and pull up all our friends and we'll all be making big films. But, you know, until that point, I look at this as a creative collaboration. And I think that people get so lost in the title of director that they start doing this weird thing where they're not making any money and they're just doing a film, you know, with their friends in a park or whatever. And they kind of let that director title go to their head. And I've worked with people and I've started to see like weird changes in people. And I'm like, you're not who you actually are right now. And you've kind of let this get put you in a weird place. And like, I don't like that. And I and, you know, for me, I understand that like you want to make sure like, of course, your director has a vision. You don't want to just be wishy-washy and not know what you want. But there's a way to be decisive and prepared without being an asshole. <laughs> and like I think a lot of people get lost somewhere on the way. Um, and, and I also just think the Hollywood system, quote unquote, way of doing things. It, it's not going to be around for the majority of us. No. It's just not. And so why are we why are we making ourselves go through their way? You know, I don't There's know. There's a path for everyone, yeah. right? And I think about, you know, when I graduated in 2012, I was looking for jobs yeah. and I just didn't have the experience level that yeah. they needed. They wanted me to do literally everything. They wanted me to do mo motion graphics. I yeah. don't know how to do that, yeah. but I know how to do everything else. Isn't right. that valuable? And, you, <laughs> and you've and you've learned through necessity as have I. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing is like I have PA'd on shows and I've been treated like garbage mm. and 
that has led me to never want to do that to another human being. So, I mean, yes, I it's don't know. really how you treat people. Yeah. Anyone can do it. Anyone can just pick up a camera and start filming with their friends. But there's timing to things. You know, I, I sit on scripts like Roll Pin Punch, the short film that I produced last January. It was perfect timing when I decided to produce it, but I had written yeah. it years ago. Yeah. And then my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. And that really motivated me. I mm. need to create something for her to right. watch. My parents are Vietnamese refugees and they don't understand English. Mm. So my first short film was dialogue heavy. Right. All in English. So my mom didn't even get to enjoy watching my film. There's a sequence where it it draws a little guy, it draws uh -huh. a stick figure girl, and then there's a heart around them. Uh -huh. And then the heart breaks, and then oh. you see Anatomy of a Breakup, the title sequence. Oh. So that's literally what my mom saw. Wow. That's all she saw. Because it's visual. It's visual. That's the thing. That's yeah. important. So wow. I think it's really important to have, you know, be thinking about language. 100%. And yeah. thinking about dialogue. Right because this script has very limited dialogue. Mind you, it's not a hundred words like that film festival in Charlotte. Oh, right, yes. It's not a hundred words, yeah. it's more than that, but you know, yeah, yeah. The, it's important to have, you know, that balance between visuals sure. and audio, right? Yeah. And audio, including dialogue, sound effects, Foley, um, sound design, you know, composition, you know, scoring. Yeah. Um, and then the visuals, the visuals can tell a story Absolutely. in one frame. So, we got to challenge ourselves as writers. We got to challenge ourselves not to explain the exposition in the dialogue, but in the action mm. as well. Well, it's a visual art form. I mean, I think people forget, right? Right. It's a show and tell, right? right. And people That's... do a lot of the tell. My, I've, I have done that. Um, and I'll continue to do it. I like writing dialogue, but yes. I have found that like at a certain point, unless you're really, really good at it. And there's just a handful of folks that are most of us, like after a certain point, you don't need a lot of talk like you just need to show the action and show like what people care about and what they want to see like you know um i think that's crucial and i mean it, it just reminds me it's like that sort of like you have to have this like like idealistic kind of attitude towards it that people will figure it out and i think a lot of times we assume we have to spoon feed the audience and the audience is smarter than we get them give them credit for mm -hmm. a lot of times and you know it's sort of this team thing like you're a part of the team but so is the audience like they're y'all work in conjunction to make a film it's like we forget that sometimes we think it's all us but the audience is going to have their own perception that's why different people love films like we were talking about at the beginning of the show and different people hate films and like that's what it is it's a it's that wild card and the wild card is the audience and mm. so that's something you i gotta always keep yeah. your mind on the audience you do right? yeah you do um you have to identify the you have demographics. To know your you have yeah. to know your yep. Yeah, because I mean, like your audience can't be everyone. So yeah, and that you know, frustrates me when it's people weird. say that they yeah. don't they don't narrow things down yeah. and get into a specific niche. They just said, "I want this to be everywhere right. and everyone to watch it." What have you found in the Triangle Film community? So I met you through Johnny Dutch, who was our last guest on the podcast, because uh, him and I made this film for five years called Run of the Picture. You actually have a small cameo in it, and. Uh, Fun fact, because you're helping him on a film. And like, that's what it's about. It's just like helping other filmmakers out. And that's what I like about this area is, you know, while, you know, people sometimes have a ways to go because we all get so busy with our own projects. I think like when you finally have something together and you approach people in a thoughtful way, like a lot of times 
people are like, oh yeah, what can I do to help you? Because people get it, like especially other filmmakers. And I find that people are like, oh yeah, I know how hard it was for me to do that thing when I did it. So if I can make it like a tenth of the you know process easier on you, that's worth it, even just a little bit, like that much. And so you know, I think that's that's a major piece of this pie that people don't get like we get so involved in our own story mm -hmm. that we forget like people are happy to help a lot of times and so yeah it's kind of scary yeah, to ask it is weird help. it is weird though yeah yeah because you kind of think of it like so my first filmmaking opportunities i did get paid and even though sure. it was a thousand dollars for a month long feature like something you know it's yeah. something and it and it allowed me that space to learn and learn how an effective set should be and Run. what it yeah. should look like. But my point, I, you had said something and then I was going to say something else <laughs> and now I can't remember. And now there's a spider on the Oh, line. is there? Oh, dang. You see it? Whoa, it's like green. It's green. Whoa. Okay. That's, that's wild. <laughs> that is wild. That's a first. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we should get him off or if we should leave him at this point. Like, um, he's a part of us he's now. He's a part of it. All yeah. right, he's in it. He's All in right. it. Just as long as it doesn't jump in Yeah, if mouth. it jumps, then yeah. we're running. You're we'll a jumping spider. <laughs> I will Behave yourself. Come and get you. That is great. Um, yeah, I mean, the great we outdoors. We were talking about just people helping other people on film. Yes, yeah. I, I think it's hard for us to um, ask someone ask others. to help. Yeah. Um, because you feel like you should pay them. And right. I think that's a great sentiment. I think yeah. I think if we're afraid to ask things of other people, sure. that's a good sign, right? That means you care about these people oh, and course. you wanna make it worth their while. Um, but even bartering. Yeah, don't let it hinder you if you can't like offer something on theirs, yeah. Right, so I'm gonna help you, you're gonna help on my project, yeah. right? Yeah. And that should be the exchange that's happening in the triangle yeah. area is to help each other and support each other and creating these passion projects and making that happen. Yeah. When I'm on the other side of the camera, yeah. but it's important I, to it's, know that it's stressful. Yeah. Yes. You got to know all the different yeah. jobs and positions to best know how to run your set. Yeah. Um, so if you know, you know what it's like to be in front of the camera, that's really, that's great. That's great to work yeah. from. Um, but, um, acting, on screen and acting on stage are two completely different things. Yeah. And people think that they can transition into the other form, but with acting on screen, you have to remember specifically the things that you did while you're talking, right? Mm. So if you're talking with your right hand in the next angle or shot, you got to talk with Replicated. the right hand. So you got to yeah. so you got to know your blocking very like very mm. specifically, but also be in the moment. And 100%. that's doing, you know, thinking of the technical aspects of the camera and where it's at and the sound and all yeah. that stuff. Um, and then think of it as the technical side of things. But with onstage acting, mm. you got one shot. You do, I was gonna say. You got one shot and you can ad lib. Yeah. That's the thing, you can you can wing it, you can react. And you know that's a huge part of onstage acting is reacting, mm. you know, it's 90% reacting. It really is. I was going to say, I've done just a little bit of it. It's a great rush. I mean, it's, there's, yeah, nothing, there's nothing like, like it. it. It's so unique. Oh yes. But I mean, man, it's, 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 it's tough too. I mean, yeah. with film, at least you can stop and start a little bit. I yeah. mean, like film's got its own challenges too, but yeah. like, I mean, people get tired yeah, too. They do. You know, so the, the third short film that I directed, they, there was a lot of dialogue. Yeah. And I would go through the whole scene 
in almost every angle, just go through the whole thing right, in one right. go instead of, you know, cutting and, you know, yeah. you say this line in this angle and then we'll switch it and then you say right. this line. So it was, it was kind of strenuous for the actors, but they were, yeah. they were They're killing game. it. Yeah. They're they're about to go to New York. They're yeah. about to go to L.A. to pursue more acting right. opportunities. And that like good on you guys because yeah. y'all did a great job. Y'all made our job easier. Yeah. You know, the, the talent is so I've been saying this word crucial. Oh, it is. 100%. It is crucial because if you don't have the right talent, the story is going to fall flat. And you miss out on the opportunity to share the story as effectively as you can and as beautifully as you can. 100%. I'm super well said. Um, great segue sort of into our next question, mm -hmm. which is always the final question of the show. Okay. And I ask this to everyone. So okay. if you've seen past episodes, you know. Uh, what is like something you're currently struggling with that's specific to you? And what have you either done to remedy it or have you done that maybe hasn't worked or whatever and you'd like to try differently or whatever? Yeah, when it all comes down to funding and yeah. investment, you know, I'm working my butt off on networking and trying to access different, you know, resources. Um, and so I'm just, you know, struggling with getting enough money to keep this business yeah. going because we are a business. And but the thing is, we work with a lot of nonprofits that don't have that much money to set aside mm -hmm. for video services. Yeah. Um, but it's important to do this work because I need to have some sort of work to show to other clients. You know, it's it's a, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. Yeah. Right. Um, it's tough. It's it's really hard. And but I'm making making it work. Um, well, I'll say like special shout out to you for doing more nonprofit work because that's good work that needs to get done by someone and like yeah not everyone wants to do that i mean some people are like oh that's a great story but uh yeah i gotta make money and they don't do it and like they I miss out on those opportunities yeah and and i think the you get better stories in nonprofits, and you get stories that matter and, and and i mean i try to set aside some time every year to do something like that and that's great that you're taking proactive measures to do it more often than not and uh, I mean, I think maybe maybe a thing that you could do, I don't know, it's just a random idea is do like a Kickstarter for you to then put that money towards a bunch of other nonprofits. So it's like like a scholarship. Yeah. So it's like, you know, hey, you're funding me to make this, but like you're not really funding me. You're helping a bunch of other organizations through me. And I don't know, like. I think that crowd that's playing the pickup soccer game really like the idea. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I like I said though, I, I'm worried about crowdfunding campaigns. Sure. Well, it's weird because I feel like you only get so many asks, and so you don't want to overload people. Right. Where it's like every week, hey, got a new web series. Hey, got a new short film. It's like uh, you want to kind of like temper it. But I feel like people are always good about sniffing out intention, right? And so I feel like people know when you're full of it and when you're not. And so I don't know. I feel like if you're doing that kind of work, hopefully people would see the value right and i i think there's value and i mean um and especially if you've already got other work you could say hey okay it's not just me like talking to a camera i'm gonna show you a b and c that i've already done this is the template you exactly know? you need a body of yeah. work and you got to do it no matter what it takes right because that way you can show people i can do this and i can do it for you right and it's going to look awesome and that's why we want to focus on quality versus quantity, right? Yeah, right. And I and I tell people, I'm turning 29 hey. next Wednesday, so it'll be the last year of Happy my 20s. Happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
I have yeah. that means I have 29 years of experience that you don't have. Sure. And how old are you? I am 26. You're 26. Yeah. Do you not know? You that? have oh. three more <laughs> years than me to get yeah. even further than me. I I want to give people shortcuts. Yeah. And through shortcuts is providing those opportunities and providing networking yeah. opportunities 100%. as well. Yeah. Networking is crucial. That's how so I built crucial. this business. That's the only way I could have had this business yeah. is because of my networking and who I knew. Representing and media representation of minority groups and women is a very important facet of what I do um, because I want to elevate the voices of other people because I've been in that situation where I didn't have a voice and no one heard me. No one heard all these different stories that I could share you know, from different perspectives. And so diversity and inclusion are really important to us as a media collective. Yeah. And and that's great that you know what you want to make and like what you want to champion. I mean, because I feel like a lot of people spend the first few years like figuring it out. But it sounds like you have, you know, a taken steps to do that and b, you know, started helping others. Right. And making sure they can do it and like i think that's that's the biggest thing is like in filmmaking i have tried in so many ways to try to get to points where it's like okay now i can look behind me and give someone else a hand up because i didn't get that mm -hmm. and like no matter who it is if there's an eagerness to help i'm like come on up, like, let's do this thing. Absolutely. You know, it's like, it's, it's about, you know, a couple key words yeah. that I like to share is anticipation. Yeah. So when you're on set, you just got to listen, you got to observe and you got to pick up lingo and jargon. That's how you get yeah. into the industry is knowing what a C47 is yeah. or a bullet, mm -hmm. right? By the way, that means a clothespin. Yep. But we call it that because it's a fancy, we're, like R2D2 kind of word. Over there. Yeah, we're ridiculous filmmakers. <laughs> it kind of is if you think yeah, about it. Yeah, there's so much jargon. <laughs> so if you pick is. up those words, yeah, they help. They help. Yeah. Yeah. Any? any no, okay. I, I would just say that's dope that you know what you want because that is such a big part of it. Um, where can people check out your stuff? Like if they want to do yeah. that. Because it sounds like you've got some really cool, like, nonprofit work that people should check out in the documentary space. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you go to my website, ironworksmedia.com, we are almost a year and a half old. Hey. Um, and so we're going to have a two-year birthday party, Congrats. I guess, for Ironworks Media. So look out for that. Right. And we'll be screening Roll Pin Punch, uh, which is the short film. Um, that I was talking about earlier. Um, it depicts a sparring match between two MMA fighters, both women of color, and the pivotal moments that led up to the fight. You awesome. know how many times I pitched that? Yeah, I was gonna say, you didn't miss a beat. Mm -hmm. you, you had that thing on lock. I am yeah. awesome at pitching. And that's and the great <laughs> thing about filmmaking is you get really good at talking about this one very specific thing for yeah. a very specific amount of time. You gotta boil it down <laughs> do. to people, right? Yeah. You gotta, that's how you open, that's how you gotta get your foot in the door. Yeah. And how you do that is how you pitch. Yeah. And they'll hear you and they're like, oh, <laughs> come in, actually. You have a great yeah. idea. Let me check this um, out. Yeah. So I'm always trying to collaborate with other filmmakers and help them get their passion projects yeah. done and help me get my passion projects done as well. Um, so we have the people, we have the brain power, we have the resources, we have lights, we have cameras, we have all that stuff. Yeah. We just need to get locations and pe feed people. Hey, and that's all no. you really need. No, I mean, that's if like you we want, said, makes, make work for free, but feed the folks yep. and get your stuff so you don't have to worry about it. 
Yeah. Biggest thing. Uh, thank you for coming through the podcast. This was dope. If y'all are interested in more episodes of the podcast, convincingcreatives.com, search us on iTunes, right here on YouTube. Support. We want to bring more creatives around and do more of this. And it's it's a giant, ever-growing textbook. That's basically what this is. So. And I will say yeah. you are a valuable asset and fixture of the triangle filmmaking oh, community. Oh, well, thank you. Like, That's thank you for bringing... Incredibly kind. Yeah, but, thank you for bringing creatives onto your show oh, sure, and yeah. getting... You're literally providing opportunities for creatives to vocalize what they're doing, oh. and that's that's really great. Well, thanks. So, I appreciate it. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Debbie. Yes. <laughs>